This is HPR episode 1951 entitled Some Additional Bash Tips and is part of the series Bash Scripting. It is posted by Dave Morris and is about 40 minutes long. The summary is more about expansion in Bash. This time arithmetic expansion. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. Hello everyone, this is Dave Morris. Today's episode is another one in my series about Bash, continuing the subject of um, expansion. I've called it some additional Bash tips. I wish now I'd numbered these ones, because um, might have made more sense, but never mind. So last episode in this mini-series was 1903, and we looked at the various types of expansion that occur when a bash script or um, pipeline on the command line or whatever is being executed. And um, I listed all the various types of expansion. We got as far as uh, looking at tilde expansion, 1903, and then command substitution. So today, well, before, before I say that, there are three more, possibly four more items to, to cover in this 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 list. Arithmetic expansion is what I'm looking at today and um, it might take another two episodes to cover the rest. I don't know. These things tend to be longer than I expect them to be when I come to do them. One small note while I... uh, well, I'm on the, the subject of these notes. I've got long uh, show notes for this episode, of course. So my side note is that I have changed the way I'm doing my examples. In previous notes, I have indicated the command to type and the result of typing the command in, in a different way. The the result, I've put a, a minus and a greater than in front of it to show show what it is. This time round, I'm going to show the command as if it was being typed to a prompt, and the prompt would be a dollar prompt. So if you see a line beginning dollar space and then a, a command, that's what you would type. And the stuff that follows would be what comes back from typing the uh, the command. In most cases, my examples produce some sort of output because I'm using them to demonstrate an idea and so forth. I think this method I'm using in, from now on is probably less ambiguous than the one before. It was pointed out to me that the previous way of doing it was a bit uh, hard to follow in all cases. Anyway, getting on with the actual subject, arithmetic expansion. So this this is a type of expansion that takes a an arithmetic expression and returns the result. So you can see the first example here shows that you need to start such an expansion with a, a dollar sign 
two open parentheses, the expression, and then two closed parentheses. So I've given a, an actual example, which is dollar space echo space dollar double open parenthesis 42 slash 5 close uh, parentheses twice. What that's doing is it's dividing 42 by 5 and the answer comes out as 8. Now this is integer arithmetic as you will have gathered from that result. The fractional part is thrown away. I thought it was worth putting in at this point that if you really want to do full um, frac if you want a full fractional result to this then you can use the bc command this was covered in dan washko's linux in the shell series which was done as hbr show number 1202 and there's an example showing i won't read these all out in huge detail but i'll i'll, I'll uh, summarize them as i go essentially you need to use echo to prepare an expression which you then pipe to bc so the Example shows echo followed by in quotes, double quotes, scale equals two, semicolon. BC can take multiple commands to it. It's a, it's a whole language in itself. So semicolon, as I said, space 42 slash five, close quote. Then a space, not really necessary, but that's what I've got. Vertical bar, which is the pipe symbol, space BC. So if you do that, it, it puts that, sends that expression which is really a little program to BC, and you get back 8.40. The scale equals two bits says to BC that you want two decimal places in your result. By default, it returns you an integer result. In the example I, I uh, showed, I used echo to, to report back the result of the expression I just explained to you, and I put it inside a command substitution. Um, that was slightly silly, though it was just to make the point, really. If you were doing this for real in, an ex in, in a script or something, you'd probably set a variable to the result of that echo into BC pipeline. And I've got an example there that shows um, how you would, uh, you would do that. And then you'd echo that, that uh, variable. So when you're doing arithmetic expansion in Bash... The expressions that you use don't just have to contain numbers. They can also contain bash variables. Usually when you do this, you use just the plain name of the variable. You don't put a dollar on the front. Remember that uh, we looked at this way back uh, in this series, where if you put a dollar in front of the variable name, that means substitute in the contents of that variable. So I've shown in my example x being set to 42, then an echo space dollar two open parentheses x slash five x divided by five close parenthesis close parenthesis and the answer comes back as eight now if you put a, a dollar on front of that x you've got the same result there are however potential pitfalls of doing this the expression inside the double parentheses is subject to variable expansion as you might expect so dollar x means expand the contents of x so in the example i've just cited it would the contents were 42 so it would have would have substituted 42 in and the result would have been the expression 42 slash 5 42 divided by 5 that's that's okay but it's there are some potential pitfalls as i'll come on to a bit later on now if a variable is null or unset and in the, we're back to using it without the leading dollar, 
then it evaluates to zero. It's interpreted as zero by Bash. If it was empty and you used the dollar to substitute it, you would end up most likely with an invalid expression. The value of a variable is always interpreted as an integer. If it's not actually an integer, but it's, say, for example, a text string, then it's treated as zero. I didn't find this documented, actually. Um, so I'm mentioning, mentioning it here because this was the result of doing a little bit of experimentation. I show an example where I set a variable called str, short for string, equal to an a in double quotes. Then I echo using um, arithmetic expansion dollar open parenthesis open parenthesis str times two close parentheses twice of course and the answer comes back as zero so it's taken that letter a has treated it as two as zero i mean multiplied it by two and of course the answer is zero and then the second example in this group is setting it to the string zero x capital a in quotes again now if you put that into the arithmetic ex expansion expression then the answer is 20. And the reason for that is that 0x capital A is interpreted as a non-decimal number. So I go on to explain a bit about this now in the in the notes. So there are a whole range of non-decimal numerical constants available in Bash. So any number that begins with a zero and is followed by digits is taken to be octal. Hexadecimal numbers are denoted by a leading zero lowercase x or zero capital X. So my previous example was hex A, which is 10. Multiplying that by 2 gives me 20. Be aware that the way in which octal constants are written, that is that leading zero followed by digits, it can lead to unexpected outcomes. I mention this because I've been bitten by this many times. Well, I was anyway in the early days when I when it just didn't seem like a logical thing to, to do. So my example here is quite long, um, a bit long to read out, but just to summarise it, I start off by setting a, a variable x to the number 0, 1, 0, and then echoing it in a arithmetic expansion expression so dollar open parenthesis open parenthesis x close parenthesis close parenthesis the answer comes back as eight the reason for that i'm sure you've worked that out is that it's interpreted as an octal number so octal one zero is eight in decimal and it's always reporting these back as decimal of course so then i show an example where uh, i might have typed the number zero one eight and set that into a variable and then tried to echo it back again as a number using the uh, arithmetic substitution expansion thing and I get an error back from Bash saying that 018 value too great for base um, so what it's saying is this I'm interpreting this as an octal number but you can't have eights in octal they only go from zero to seven in the digits so I also showed how you could easily fall into that trap by using printf printf minus v followed by x what that does is it uses printf to format text or a number or whatever and put it into the variable x and in the format string i've got open double quotes percent zero three d that's why i'm saying you want to print a number you want it to be three digits wide and you want leading zeros backslash n for new line when it's done it and then close double quotes and give it the number 19 decimal 19 so processing that well the printf will produce 019 
and putting that into an echo followed by um, an arithmetic substitution will produce a similar sort of error to the one I just mentioned because 019 treated as an octal number is illegal. But you can see how easy it might be to generate such numbers and then try and process them in this way and suddenly find, what? Why is, this, why is 19 illegal? And forget that uh, perhaps that, that leading zero means it's interpreted as oct. There's also a complete system within Bash of defining numbers with bases between... 2 and 64. And to do that, you put in a base, a numeric base, followed by a hash mark, followed by a number in that base. So if the, the, the numeric base and then the hash is omitted, then it's assumed that uh, it's a base 10 number, that is a decimal number. Or it could also be an octal number if it begins with a zero, or a hexadecimal number if it begins with zero x. The number that follows the base hash sequence is um, can use characters to represent the different digits that are possible in the different bases and same way as if you're typing in a hexadecimal number like the one we saw before the hexadecimal a is actually representation of decimal 10 so the characters that you can use in bash are the letters lowercase a to, to lowercase z and uppercase a to uppercase z and the at sign and the underscore sign. The reason I've spelled them out so clearly, hopefully anyway, <laughs> um, is that uh, they're not sequential through the ASCII set, but it makes sense to, to do it that way. Now, one of the things I discovered, and it's not all that well documented in the man pages, but messing around with it, I discovered that the context in which these number formats with the base thingy are understood by Bash are a bit limited. So I show an example where I'm setting x equal to 16 hash capital F. So that's uh, that's a way of representing a hexadecimal number F. So I then try and echo that, just echoing dollar $x. And of course, well, not of course, but what I get back is the, the number, uh, the sequence, the strings, 1, 6, hash, f. So Bash has not converted them, but treated it, treated it like string. Uh, there's another example as well, which sets x to 0, x, f, which is using the other format for representing hexadecimal. Echo that, and you get 0, x, f. So it, it's treating them as string. There are other ways, actually this is quite a big subject which I'm not covering here particularly deeply. Um, there, are, there are other cases where you can force Bash to actually treat these consonants as the numbers they represent. And there's a declare verb, you can, there's an example here that shows declare minus i followed by a variable I've called ii with two capital i's and set that to equal to 16 hash f. So what that's actually done is it's declared um, this variable ii capitals. Why did I choose this? It's really hard to speak out uh, describing words. Uh, anyway, I must remember this image. It's declared it explicitly. Usually these things are done implicitly. It's declared it and said it's an integer. It's only to hold integers. So setting it to that value, 16 hash f, says it's an integer, put this value in, which you understand, don't you, bash? And then if you echo that variable, you get back the answer 15. So it has, in this case, interpreted it. I think that's because the variable is, is declared as an integer type variable, as opposed to the usual type, which 
which are, are sort of a general purpose and don't have any specific attributes to them. So Bash doesn't know when you're setting them whether you're trying to set a, an, a numeric value or a, a string. There's also a let command, L-E-T, which, will, um, which is all, can also be used for setting variables. So I show an example where I use let space x equals 16 hash f, then echo dollar x and get back the answer 15. So that's another case where this has interpreted the base hash number thing um, when setting the, the value. Now these things like declare and let and, and some other things are all part of what tends to be called shell arithmetic. And although we're we're looking at this to some degree in this um, show. We're not going to go into into a lot of detail. I'm thinking that maybe I need to talk more about this subject later on in the uh, in the series. Now, if you do the next example here, which is setting x to just plain x equals one six hash f, then if you echo the the contents of x through the arithmetic um, expansion syntax dollar open parenthesis open parenthesis x close parenthesis close parenthesis you get back 15 so the the arithmetic expansion syntax does force the correct interpretation to to take place i digress a little bit at this point in my notes to demonstrate a little bit of bash um, a very small script that could be used to examine the decimal values that you get with different sorts of no, n notations. I don't, did I say the the types of, the bases that you're allowed? Yes, I did. The bases that you're allowed vary from two to 64. Um, and what I thought I'd do is just demonstrate uh, numbers to base 64 and uh, sh just just run through them all, all the single digit numbers in that, in that range, just to show you uh, how you can visualize them. So, I've got a for loop, but what I've done here is I've written it out as if it's a the sort of script that you'd put in a file. So it starts with a hash exclamation mark line, which hopefully you can you can see I won't read it out. Then there's a for loop, which is setting a variable x. So it's a for x in. And then following the, the in word, there are a bunch of um, expressions. And these are brace expansions. So I've put in there open brace 0.9 close brace, space, open brace, lowercase a, dot, dot, z, lowercase z, of course, close brace, space, open brace, capital A, dot, dot, capital Z, close brace, then an at, space, then an, an underscore, semicolon, space, do. So what that loop is saying is that to set x to all of the values from 0 through 9, lowercase a through z, uppercase a through z, uppercase z, at sign and an underscore. And then the next line says n equals, and then in quotes, 64 hash dollar x, close quotes, double quotes, that is. So what that's done is it's made a, a base 64 expression, constant really, out of the, uh, the variable x. Then we echo the string in double quotes dollar n so we want to see what n is actually set to which will be just be that string that we just used equals dollar open parenthesis open parenthesis n close parenthesis close parenthesis close double quote so you should therefore get 
things like, and there's some examples uh, in the notes, 64 hash 0 equals 0, not too surprisingly. But more interestingly, 64 hash capital Y equals 60, all the way to 64 hash underscore equals 63. So a number to base 64 written as 64 hash underscore actually means decimal 63. So it's actually quite a big subject which I've digressed into here, but uh, we could do a lot more about this, as I've already said. I'll stop at this point. So let's look at what can actually go in between these double parentheses in an arithmetic expansion. It's written down as being an arithmetic expression, and um, it's documented in the Bash man page under the heading Arithmetic Evaluation, partly because the same syntax is used in the whole larger subject of shell shell arithmetic. So I've included that particular piece of the man page in the notes for, for your edification. It's a big man page, so it's quite, it takes a fair bit to scroll to. I thought it might be useful if you had it in these notes. So you can do a lot of quite useful and interesting things in an arithmetic expression. In fact, there's a lot to be said here, which I could go on and on about, but I'm trying to restrict myself to a subset of it. But I wanted to, to cover some of the elements of it just to give you a better understanding of it. First of all, we'll deal with pre and post increment and decrement. Now, if you look at the the man page, you'll see this heading and they're not really very well explained. It's assuming you know what they mean. The operators here increment or decrement the contents of a variable by one and the pre and post effect, remember it's pre and post increment and decrement, pre and post bit says whether the operation is performed before or after the value is used. So I've, I've listed a bunch of examples, hopefully to make this clearer. So my example sets a variable which I've called val, V-A-L, equal to 87. Then it's followed by an echo where the echo is a... a a quoted double quoted string and inside the string is dollar open parenthesis open parenthesis plus plus val close parenthesis close parenthesis and then space dollar val so the idea was that the arithmetic expansion would be used and it would use one of these pre and post thingies and then you'd see the actual value thereafter because it's actually changing this variable okay so Take that first example where we're using plus plus val inside the arithmetic expansion. What that's saying is increment this value before you display it. So it started out as 87, we increment it and it becomes 88. We see it in the output from the echo. Then we look at the contents of val after that expression's been executed and it's 88. We know that, not too surprising. So the next example uses a pre-decrement which is minus minus val so it's all right we just set it to 88 so the answer comes back as 87 and that that means that the val itself has been changed to that value and we um, show that as part of the echo it's the same same line but with different uh, operations inside so the third one we're using val of course again but this time it's val plus plus so that's a post decrement the post increment sorry i'm getting confused now so it was 87 so when the result of val plus plus is we we get back the value of 
vowel before it was incremented, so we can see 87, and then afterwards the variable vowel contains 88. So the, uh, the result of the echo is 87 followed by 88. And the last example is similar, but we're using a post-decrement. So we know that vowel is currently 88 in the example, so we do vowel minus minus, and then we show the contents of vowel. So the answers we get back are 88 and 87. So it was 88 when it went into the vowel minus minus post-decrement, and then it was reduced to 87. So um, showing the contents of vowel results in 87. It's actually a bit confusing to, to hear read out. I think if you, if you can look at the at the example, you might find that it explains things better. Now, the pre and post increment and decrement operators need variables, not numbers, because it's all about taking a variable, doing the thing to it, and saving that uh, the result. So, I show another example of how if we set a variable we're calling my var equal to 128, then we echo in dollar, open parenthesis, open parenthesis, plus, plus, my var, close parenthesis, close parenthesis, we get back 129. So it's it's um, incremented the uh, the result and has um, reported what happened. Now, if instead of that, we'd put a dollar in front of my var, then it would have caused the, the contents of my var to be substituted rather than the name of the variable. So that can, it's either... It either doesn't. It's either syntactically invalid to do it to do that, or it can lead us to, to weird effects. So I show an example where I use echo and then an arithmetic expansion using dollar my var minus minus, and I get back a bash error saying syntax error operand expected, and uh, it's saying you know what I see is 129 minus minus, that means nothing. The reason why it can lead to unwanted effects is that if you were doing a, a pre-decrement, for example, my next example shows my var being set to 128, and then we use the expression minus minus dollar my var, and the answer we get back is 128. So what's happened there is that the substitution has resulted in the sequence minus minus 128. What that actually means is negative 128 then made negative. So in other words, the two two minus signs cancel one another out. So you can see there's loads of scope for confusion if you do this. So the reason I'm hammering on about this is because if you're, if you're into this sort of stuff, you really need to bear in mind which of the operators work on the variable names and which work on or can work on uh, numbers. So my examples skip around a bit between the uh, the various operators. I treat new, uh, unary minus next, which is just putting a minus sign in front of the variable, and it just changes the sign of it. So my example shows uh, minus int being set to 16, then we use minus int, and the answer we get is minus 16. Exponentiation is the next example. We're assuming that int is available throughout all these examples, and we use the expression int star star 2, so that means raised to the power of 2. Remember, int was 16, so 16 to the power of 2 is 256. 16 squared, in other words, 16 squared is 256. Now, the expressions that you can place inside this dollar 
open parenthesis, open parenthesis, close parenthesis, close parenthesis, arithmetic expansion thing can be any arbitrary of any arbitrary complexity. So I show an example next where I'm using int to the power of two, so it's int star star two plus three. Uh, then I want to get the remainder after division by five. So I needed to put the, the int to the power of two plus three in parentheses otherwise the percent operator the the uh, remainder operator would apply to the three rather than to the result of that expression so i needed parentheses there and that's as you would expect it to be i go on to talk about the bitwise shift and bitwise or features operators i guess they would be so here uh, my example is using int and then the bitwise shift to the right is two greater than signs followed by a one which means shift the contents of int by one bit to the right so 16 is shifted to the right by one which is the equivalent of division by two and the answer is eight and i talk about how you would visualize that in binary 16 is binary one zero 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 as one followed by four zeros. So shifting it to the right once returns one zero zero zero, one followed by three zeros, which is binary eight, decimal eight, I mean. Next one is int shifted to the left one place. So shifting 16 to the left once returns a one, in binary terms, returns a one followed by five zeros, which is 32 in decimal. And that's the answer you get. Then I show how you could use bitwise or, where you take int, shift it left by one, and then or it with eight. So 16 shifted left one is 32. Binary oring eight to it is in binary, it is one followed by five zeros, ored with zero one followed by three zeros. And the answer to that is one zero one zero zero zero, which is decimal 40. It's actually 32 plus eight. I do the same thing using hexadecimal. So I've got a printf, and the printf is using uh, the percent hash x format, which says print the number that you've been given in hexadecimal format with a zero x on the front of it. In fact, it's lowercase x means you get zero lowercase x. Then there's a backslash n, which causes a new line to be generated. And the expression I'm feeding it is another arithmetic expansion. In fact, it's the one we just saw. It's the one that contains int, shi int shifted uh, left one place, ord with eight. And the result you get back is hexadecimal 28. Two eight, I suppose it'd be best to call it. So you can visualize that in binary as zero zero one zero for the for, for the two and zero uh, sorry one zero zero zero, which represents the eight. So it's the same as the previous answer. It's just that hex is a more helpful way of visualizing it. In this list, there's also a conditional operator, and I thought I should. Um, have a go at explaining that. So conditional oper operator in Bash is similar to the sort of things you see in other languages in, in C and so forth, uh, but it only operates with integer values. Its layout is uh, an, an expression which has to return a value 
which can be interpreted as true or false, so 0 or 1, followed by a question mark, followed by another expression which returns um, a numeric value, a colon, and a third expression. So if the, the first expression returns true, then the second expression in the list is returned. If it returns false, then third expression in the list is returned. So my example is moderately complicated. What I've got is really a little script, except it's not written out as a script. It's a, just a bunch of, um, of commands. I set a variable myvar to equal to the result of the expression int shifted left three times, three three places, and that's in a, an arithmetic expansion. So what that is, is the same as multiplying it by two three times, so the, the answer will be 128. That's then followed by an array declaration, msg message equals open parenthesis, then there are three strings separated by spaces, close parenthesis, and the strings are in single quotes, under 100, between 100 and 200 is the second string, and the third string is over 200. Third line is range equals, and here we come to the conditional operator. So range is being set to an arithmetic expansion expression, which is dollar, open parenthesis, open parenthesis, my var greater than 100. So that's the first expression of the triple, my var greater than 100. And so we're asking, is my var greater than 100? Follow that with the question mark. Then the first expression that follows that, the one that will, that will be executed if the, if the value is, is true, is another is another conditional operator, which I'll come back to in a minute. The one that is returned if it's false is just a simple plain zero. So that's all closed with two closing parentheses. So that second in internal expression, second expression in this conditional operator, is another arithmetic expansion, which is a dollar, open parenthesis, open parenthesis. Here we have the first expression in the triple is my var greater than 200, question mark, followed by a two, colon 1. So the whole thing is uh, is saying if my var is greater than 100 then the second arithmetic expansion is used which then tests to see if my var is greater than 200. If it is the result returned is 2 otherwise the result returned is 1 and if the original thing was uh, less than 100 then 0 is returned. So the result of all that is that uh, Range is set to zero, meaning that my var is under 100. One means between 100 and 200, and two means over 200. So the echo which follows in this example consists of the string in double quotes, my var equals dollar my var. So we're going to see what, what the current value of my var is. We comma space range equals dollar range. We're going to want to see what range came back from the value came back from that that horrible expression. Finally, message, colon, space, and then that's followed by dollar, open brace, msg, square brackets, dollar range, close square brackets, close brace, close double quotes. So that, you will recall, hopefully, is the way that you get an array element in Bash, and we're getting an element out of the array msg and we're indexing it by whatever value came back from the 
the computation of range. So my example, I show what actually is returned, and we get back my var equals 128, not surprisingly, we, we knew that was what it was going to be. Range equals 1, well 128 is between 100 and 200, and the message that's returned, the contents of that MSG array is the string between 100 and 200. So it's quite a contrived example, but it um, hopefully conveys the sort of thing that can be done with this type of type of thing. Why would you want to do it this way? I suppose I tend to do this, but, um, but I mean, you could make it a lot more explicit by using if-then type structuring in, in your script. But um, it's, uh, it's, it's, this thing exists, and it's nice to use, I find, anyway. I follow this with another example of that sequence of setting my var, setting range, and echoing the result of everything. But this time, I change my var to int shifted four places to the left. In other words, it's 16 times 2 to the 4, which is 256. And then we recalculate range. We don't need to reset MSG because it's already been set previously. Recalculate range and use it in the same echo as we did last time. We get back my var equals 256, range equals 2, message over 200. So, like I said, these are, these are somewhat contrived and maybe not, they're not all that robust. It's easy to break this. But uh, you can see the principle. You could use this to, to make, make a script do something, classifying numbers in various ways, all sorts of things you could do. I want to look at, finally in this talk, I want to look at assignment, use of assignment in arithmetic expressions. You can set variables within these expressions, and there are some other assignment operators available to you if you do that. So I've got, an ex got my first example, a group of examples, is setting x equal to and here's a, a base expression, so 1, 2, hash, 2, 0. So that's the number 2, 0 in base 12. And it's in an echo, so echoing that back comes back to 24. So 2, 0 to base 12 is decimal 24. And it's also set x to that value. It set it to it and also returned the, the value because there was an echo there. Then the next echo is x is echoing x star equals 2. So what that's saying in this assignment is set x to the, the result of multiplying x by 2, which since it was 24 is 48, and uh, x will now be 48. And the final one, we do an echo. All of these are in um, arithmetic uh, expansion expressions, which I'm, I'm not reading at all the dollar parenthesis business because I'm sure you're, you're with me. So the last one is x percent equals five so that's a remainder type thing and it's saying set x to the remainder of x divided by five which since it's 48 is three okay so i've spelled this out in the in the notes x is set to two zero base 12 and so on and so forth then the next example is demonstrating how you can set things to binary values if you want to so i'm using b equals 2 hash 1000 so the if you put that into an echo then you get back 8 because that's binary 1 followed by 0 three zeros is 8 so that's 1000 to the base 2 so you're expressing then the next echo it uses b vertical bar equals that's that's using a bitwise or assignment so what that means is b is it is to be set to itself, ORed with 
the, the expression, which is 2 hash 1 0, which is 1 0 base 2, which is actually 2. So doing that, you get the answer as being decimal 10. If you think about what that is in binary, we started off with 1 0 0 0. We awed 1 0 into that, so that turns that number into 1 0 1 0, which is decimal 10. There isn't a simple way of printing binary numbers in Bash, unfortunately. If you have difficulty visualizing them, you can use BC. The BC program can display stuff to different bases. So I've shown an example. If you echo the result of, if you echo the string OBASE equals 2, OBASE, that means the output base the, the base to use for output in bc follow that with the semicolon dollar b so that echo was a string in double quotes so we could put a dollar b inside it pipe that into bc so b remember had been turned into the value decimal 10 and then we're asking bc to print out the contents of b which is just substituted into the string using variable substitution so what bc sees sees is O base equals 2 semicolon 10 sees that in um, decimal form there is a way of, of, te- of feeding it with with other bases in fact but uh, we're feeding it in decimal and we've asked it to return its results in base 2 so we see as a response to that 1010 so that's um that can be useful if you i used to work in binary quite a lot because i was uh, i did a quite a bit of machine code programming in my first job but um, I have completely forgotten it. I can. I used to know that one zero one zero was a was ten, but I, I've just forgotten. It's just fallen out of my head. So if you're having similar difficulties remembering stuff, then tricks like this can be useful. So I thought I'd, I'd include it. So that's it for today. Um, I thought I was going to get further with this, but if you've if you've stuck with me through to the end of this, then you can see why <laughs> I'm leaving it here because. Uh, there's these 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 things are a lot more detailed than you think they're going to be. Okay, that's it then. See you next time. Bye. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.